Hello, I'm Afia Salter, and I'm here to help ambitious women just like you learn how to unapologetically manifest an extraordinary life. Whether that's finally finding and living your soul's purpose, building the business of your dreams, or kicking it back with a cocktail, margarita for me, you best believe I'm right there alongside you, strapping in for the ride. Okay, gorgeous. Ready to dive in? Let's do it. Hello and welcome back to the Manifest Edit podcast. Happy September. Wow. Let's talk abundance. I think it's a word that gets thrown around a lot in the spiritual community, but what does abundance actually mean and how can you cultivate more of it to live your most epic life? For me, abundance is around an energy of overflow. If it's love, it's feeling so deeply fulfilled in in that relationship. If it's money, it's having more than enough for myself and to treat the other people in my life and even to treat strangers. If it's work, it's having a flow of clients that I love to work with. And if it's health and well-being, I feel incredible. And at home in my body, I feel nourished. I look at my skin in the mirror and I'm like, girl, you look so good. That is what abundance means to me. What does abundance mean to you? Have a think about it because today we are going to be going into five powerful practices to create more abundance in your life. And I want you to begin by thinking of what a more abundant life would actually look like. But before we get into this week's episode, just a quick heads up that... We are now fully in the throes of preparation for the Vibes Retreat October. Last retreat of the year, oh my goodness. Um, If you haven't joined us on a virtual retreat already, make sure to join us on this next one because it's the last one of the year. Last one of 2021, 2021. (laughs) And we are not going to be running the next one until February. That's a while away. That's a while away. So the Vibes Method 7-Day Retreat, we are going to be going through my five-step framework for aligned manifestation. I'm sure you've heard me talk about the Vibes Framework on the podcast before, but really throughout the retreat experience, we go deep into what each of those elements of the framework are, how you can integrate them into your life. We have a community, the one-on-one coaching for the entire week. Everything about it is just an absolute vibe. And if you're not there then how are we going to plan the most epic rest of the year together? I don't know. Anyway, going back into this week's episode on five powerful practices to create more abundance in your life, let's go straight into practice number one, which is noticing abundance, which is why it was important that first of all, we establish what abundance looks like for you, because to notice abundance, you need to know what abundance looks like. So noticing abundance is the first powerful practice in order to call in more abundance to your life because when we notice things, we create more. Think about it. If you're in a relationship with someone, you never talk to them, never look at them, never compliment them, never think about them. Are they going to feel appreciated by you? Are they going to want to continue to hang around? Probably not. So that's why when it comes to abundance, we have to notice the abundance that's already existing. I know some people like to do this in the form of gratitude lists. Personally, for me, I'm in a phase where I don't find gratitude lists that exciting or fun to do. I find them boring, if I'm being perfectly honest with you. And I find it to be quite robotic and monotonous that I don't believe in what I'm actually saying because it feels very forced and contrived. 
So instead of forcing myself and feeling contrived and coming up with a list, I notice the moments in the day-to-day and I really feel into those moments and cherish those moments instead of having to write down a list of things. If a gratitude list works for you, amazing, definitely continue with the practices that you are seeing the best results from and that you are feeling best from. But for me personally, a gratitude list, eh, you're out, sorry, bye, you know that um, reel that's trending at the moment. <clears throat> you're gone, you're gone, sorry. Which one of you do you think we're going to say? You? Wrong. No, it's you. (laughs) Please someone let me know that you know what I'm talking about, otherwise this is going to have been really awkward. Noticing abundance. Abundance is everywhere when we just stop to look, when we stop to appreciate the moments. For me, when I'm walking outside and I look at the trees and I'm thinking, oh my goodness, how incredible is it that this tree has grown here? And when I look up at the sky and I see the clouds passing by, or when I look into the sun, it's burning my retinas, but I can feel the sun on my face and it feels so good. That is what abundance is. is. It's, that's what it feels like to notice abundance. And the more that you notice the little moments, the even more incredible, the bigger moments are going to feel. But we spend our whole lives waiting on these big firework moments with the Disney movie moments and life isn't always like that that's okay but when we can learn just to appreciate the small things the small things really don't seem so small anymore the second practice is allow more abundance and make the commitment now what I mean by allowing more abundance is that something that I've noticed is that people can have a tendency to feel guilty or ashamed or bad about abundance that they may have already cultivated. So for example, if you are having success in your business, but there's people in the world that are struggling or people that don't have money or even your friends and family who are not on a similar path to you, there may be a tendency there from your end to feel to feel bad about it. And instead of just enjoying it and being able to have that moment and being able to acknowledge yourself, it goes the other way in that the shame, the guilt spiral begin. So rather than feeling that, why not notice it for what it is and know that when you have more abundance in your life, you're actually able to give more to other people, right? You can't pour from an empty cup. So allow more. And rather than just saying, yeah, I'm gonna allow more abundance, I want you to take a moment to write a commitment a commitment that you are open to receiving and allowing more abundance. And whatever is included in that commitment is going to be really personal to you and you'll instinctively and intuitively know the right things to say. But I really want you to check into your body, take a deep breath in. And just give yourself that permission We often outsource our permission slips to other people, but the number one person who can give you that deep sense of permission and satisfaction that you're longing for, that you're seeking, is yourself. So whenever you aren't feeling particularly abundant, remember that you are the one that has to give yourself that permission slip to cultivate it and to create it and ultimately to live it. Practice number three, feel abundant first, which is why number one and number two lead into number three. You have to feel abundant first before more abundance shows up. For me, that is something I do first thing every morning. As soon as I open my eyes, I am sinking into that abundance feeling. I'm saying, thank you for waking up another day, body. We're doing an awesome job here on this floating rock hurtling through space. 
you might have a different phrasing for that but just when you wake up notice notice how you're feeling and if you're not feeling happy positive ready to take on the day what can you do to shift your energy within those first few moments of waking up in the day something you'll hear me say is that I have had to learn to really cultivate an environment of joy in the morning. I often don't wake up feeling particularly jazzed and ready to take on the day and I have to be really mindful of my energy first thing in the morning if I do want to feel that way for the rest of the day. So when you feel abundance first, think of a memory that makes you feel so happy, so incredibly fulfilled, just so alive with passion and purpose and go back to that memory sink into that memory, feel the feelings that were there, see everything that was there, hear everything that was there and allow yourself just to be in the moment as if it was happening again right now. That is how you drop into abundance is by remembering a time when you've already experienced it. We're not lying to our minds and saying that this is something that we have to create from nowhere. We're saying this is a place that I can go back to in any given moment because I already know that the truth is abundance is within me. In every moment, in every second, abundance is within me and all I need ever do is look. Point number four is to notice where the scarcity lives. And typically when we do sink into scarcity mindset, we can sense that somewhere within our bodies. Manifestation is not just mindset work, it's also really becoming aware of different feelings in your body and what they actually mean and what they actually indicate. Sometimes our words can lie. Our feelings, however, cannot. So if you have a certain pang in your stomach or you have a certain um, excited heart palpitation or you get a tingling in your toes, what do you feel when scarcity comes up for you? When you have those thoughts of there's not enough to go around or I'm never going to get it, it's never going to happen. Where in your body can you feel that? What does it feel like? Is it a contraction? Is it a tingling? Is it a warmth? Is it a coolness? Notice every single specific detail about that because then when you are feeling that way, even if you're not expressly saying it out loud, you'll have that awareness that you need to shift something to go back to that abundance mentality and that abundance feeling. But you are the only one who can determine what those feelings are no one else can dictate that for you. That's why it really is a very personal process and why we have to have that level of self-awareness around our own patterns and beliefs in any given moment in time. The final thing is abundance grows when it is shared. That means that when you get more, there is more to go around. And instead of just holding on to something so tightly for ourselves, how can you share a little bit of that abundance with someone else? That might be sharing the celebration with someone else. That might be treating someone else to a nice dinner out or a gift or buying someone something. Abundance doesn't always have to be in the form of money. Abundance can be in the form of love, in the form of energy, in the form of time. People are so grateful for these things, especially over the past year. Time is so precious and energy is so precious and that sharing that and having the opportunity to share that with the other people in your life is equally precious as well. So abundance grows when it is shared, but we can't just share the abundance for the sake of getting more like, ooh, I'm going to do this good deed. And I know when I do this good deed, the universe is going to reward me. Although we know about the law of karma and the law of correspondence, what we can't do is try and game the system by being fake, fake good. (laughs) If you've ever seen The Good Place, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. If you haven't, you should go watch that. It is an awesome TV series. 
Lastly, the point I want to leave you with is that if you are feeling in a period of scarcity that you have had a rough couple of months, couple of weeks, couple of days, couple of hours, wherever you're at, if you are feeling that you're in that scarcity mode at the moment and abundance feels so far away for you or like a mountain that you're never going to quite be able to fully climb, understand this, that the cracks are where the light flows in. So being able to identify that you're in a scarcity mindset at the moment or being able to identify those moments where yeah, you know what? Some things need to change here. I'm not entirely happy. I've definitely had many of those points in my life where I have found myself defaulting to that scarcity mindset. And one of the reasons I found for my own defaulting to scarcity mindset was, well, other people are going to look after me or protect me if I need to be looked after or protected, right? It's that inner child needing for um, particularly for my own core wounding of growing up without parents is that that is still a wound that I still have and will probably have for the rest of my life is that I feel like I missed out on an experience almost of of parent of parenting and I will still have moments where I'm watching a movie or something and the characters will be talking with their parents and I'll have a oh I wonder what that's like moment which never really goes away and I think something that I've learned with grief is it's It's not this like linear process where you have the traumatic event, then you have the sadness, then you have the anger, then you have the frustration, and then the grief is over and gone forever. It's something that happens in waves in that you will feel totally fine, and then out of nowhere you'll be like, oh, this is something that happened in my life, and this is something that I will carry with me for the rest of my life. Although it doesn't hurt quite so much as it used to, and although I don't think about it quite as much as I used to, it's something that's still with me. I can't remember who said this, but they kind of talked about the way that we all carry our life's traumas and limiting beliefs in this backpack of rocks and that when we do the work, we are just easing that backpack a little bit, just taking one of those rocks out to make the journey a little bit lighter, a little bit easier. And I like to view my life that way as well. It's okay to have some rocks in the backpack, but just don't let them weigh you down and stop you from living the life that you know you are called here to live. Cracks are where the light streams in. Notice events in your past where you have allowed the light to stream in, even in the depths of some of your darkest moments. I shared today on Instagram that you don't need to be happy all the time to manifest your desires. You don't need to spiritually bypass difficult things and you don't need to be good vibes only, although we do like the good vibes. It's not possible to live our lives in a state of 100% anything apart from awareness and choosing to shift our focus when we notice at any given time. You are in the perfect place in your life right now and you are exactly where you're supposed to be in this moment. And one of the ways and one of the best practices for cultivating more abundance and bringing that deeper level of abundance and awareness into your life is by doing things like this, by making that conscious time to deepen your understanding and awareness, by sitting with yourself to ask yourself those difficult questions and by noticing the beauty that is not only out there in the world, but is within you. Something that blew my mind about when I was seeing people do gratitude lists is it's like, I'm so grateful for this person. I'm so grateful for this person. I'm so grateful I have a house. But none of the things that people were writing about was being grateful to be themselves, being grateful to be the hardworking person they are, to be grateful for being a dreamer, for being grateful for being someone who is an ambitious soul, who 
is someone who is a great friend. So loving on yourself is a really overlooked part of abundance mentality, right? And I think with a lot of spiritual practices that there can be a tendency to look outside ourselves, but the answer is always within. The answer is always you. So my love, I hope you leave this episode with a renewed sense of purpose and understanding that you have always been the light. You are an abundant babe, otherwise you wouldn't be here. And abundance is everywhere when we truly just take that time to stop, take a deep breath in, look around and see the extraordinary life that you are in the process of creating. Thanks for tuning in today. I am so glad to have you here. And if you love what you've heard, remember to subscribe and leave a review because it helps even more people find and enjoy the podcast. And I just appreciate it so much. One last thing before you go, what was your biggest takeaway today? Screenshot the episode and share on Instagram at afiasalter underscore to let me know. Okay, can't wait to hear from you. Until next time, gorgeous. 